home, family, self. Three words that are undefinable and yet unimaginably important. Who would we be without them? What would life be like? While the situation of life without these keys seems impossible to some, to others it's just the reality of their lives, which sometimes pushes them over the edge. Welcome to Deep Dive. Today we're examining the long-lived issue of suicide in the Indigenous community, particularly those of children in the childcare system in Canada. The following podcast contains heavy subject matter and discussion of suicide and harsh reality. Listen at your own discretion. Deep Dive is written and hosted by Parker Lloyd and is not sponsored in any way. For more information on the topics discussed in this podcast, please do your own research to become educated on these tragedies. In Deep Dive, we explore some of the deeper issues in the world, and today, the one we'll be focusing on is suicide in the Indigenous community in Canada, a problem that has existed for as long as Canada has existed. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if you haven't heard of this, as most Canadians haven't, but this is a real issue that is affecting real people today. The vast majority of suicide in Indigenous youth in Canada happens, ironically enough, in childcare services. You may be thinking, oh, I'm sure white kids must commit suicide even more because there are more white kids in child services. Well, this is simply not true. According to a study done by Aaron Hansen from Indigenous Foundations back in 2009, Indigenous children in British Columbia disproportionately made up about 51% of the children in childcare services, while only being roughly 8% of the overall population. And it doesn't stop there. ATPN News, an Indigenous news network, has covered many stories of suicide in the childcare service. It was shown that from 2013 to 2017, there were 102 individual deaths involving Indigenous children. 38 of these incidents were suicide, nearly 40%. In contrast, the number of homicides in this same group of 102 was 1. And that's not even where it ends. 22 of these 102 are listed as unknown cause of death meaning that the percentage of suicide in this group could potentially be as high as 60%. Now, clearly, these numbers are indicative of a greater issue underneath. That's why I'd like to focus on one case in particular. Kanina Sue Turtle was a 15-year-old girl in the childcare system in 2016. She died by suicide while in the care of the service. Kanina was left alone for more than 45 minutes, despite being under watch for being chronically suicidal. In this time, she was able to film her own death. It was later revealed that Kanina was supposed to be attending regular counseling appointments, of which she had missed every single one in the last five days before her death. And if this wasn't bad enough, 
The care service that Kanina was a part of had collected three suicide notes from her during her time in the service, all of which were kept hidden from her family until two years after her death. The case of Kanina Sue Turtle just shows how neglectful the child care system can be, especially towards indigenous children. Being pulled away from their homes, families, and cultures is already horrible enough, but to not even supply them with the correct care needed to keep them alive is downright despicable. In order to understand how to fix the issue, we need to understand more about it. Thanks to ATPN News, we understand that at least some of the problem is that many of the indigenous-specific childcare services are criminally underfunded. By approximately $400 million from 2013 to 2017, one of these services was Tikinagan Child and Family Services, the same service that was caring for Kanina Sue Turtle when she committed suicide. Dr. Kim Snow, a professor from Ryerson University, has been studying these issues for years, and when questioned, he said, quote, You have less funding, you have less qualified staff, you have a more crisis-like response, and you often have to fly people from one place to another to find a place of safety. The end result is kids die. Kids are always at the epicenter of structural inequality. End quote. Now, after all of that, what is being done to fix this problem? The Truth and Reconciliation Commission of Canada is a relatively new commission to be enforced in Canada. It seeks to make amends to the Indigenous community for the acts done against them in the past, specifically residential schools. In the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, there's a section devoted to child welfare. This section promises to reduce the amount of neglect in the system as well as generally improve quality of life in welfare by maintaining the child's culture and identity. Other than this section in the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, there's shockingly little being done about this current issue, and unfortunately, even the TRC is in some places being overlooked, as there is still neglect and apathy in the system towards Indigenous children. So this begs the question, what can possibly be done in the future? Well, first of all, there are many things that can be improved in the systems. The financing, education, and even determining if the children should be put there in the first place. One way that the issue could be helped is to target the source. It should be every Canadian's duty, especially those who have higher-up positions in the government, to ensure that those in the Indigenous community have proper access to a good quality of living. This means clean water, schools, and homes to live in and raise a family. This alone could greatly reduce the number of children in childcare services, which would in turn reduce the suicide problem, because these children wouldn't be separated from their families and culture. For the children that have been determined must still be in the childcare system, it is imperative that these services get the proper funding that they need. The funding would allow better trained staff and specialists to work with the kids if they exhibit suicidal behavior, 
such as the case with Canina Sue Turtle. These children deserve a good life, just as every other Canadian does. But in order to make that happen, everyone must do their part to help these places become of higher quality. The last and frankly best way to address the issue is to educate people on the history and legacy of Indigenous people in Canada. Staff members in the childcare service must become better educated to be able to handle these situations with compassion and empathy. And every person in Canada needs to know about the past these people have experienced and why it is of such importance that we help them in any way we can. Although the suicide problem in the children of the Indigenous community is absolutely horrible, there are ways to fix it. Through education, donations, or even government intervention, this problem can come to an end. Hopefully, before too long, this issue, like so many things before, will become a thing of the past and we can all move forward with the respect and care that we all deserve. I'm Parker Lloyd, and thank you for listening to this episode of Deep Dive. If you would like to learn more about the issues discussed in this episode, please visit the appropriate sources, and feel free to research deeper into the issues that interest you. Thanks for listening.